Getting back into the swing of things. It's been, I think, since March, since I've been live on Sportscaster. I've had a lot going on in my uh, personal life. So, um, this is my first video back. I'll be tackling some wrestling thoughts. It's a shame, man. Like, I'm a, as big a sports fan as all you guys out there watching this. And uh, it's been a sucky few months. It's been a sucky few months. And, uh, March, my mother passed, so that's been really rough. Um, so I'm trying to get back in the swing of things a little bit, get back in the routine. So figured I'd try going live right after Raw. I used to go live right before recording my podcast on Thursdays. It's the straight shooters. Um, so I got back at that a couple weeks ago. Um, we're really doing like live commentaries of old matches that we feel like watching as we're live commentating it. Um, there's really nothing exciting going on in pro wrestling right now, you know, no crowds and uh, it's hard for, you know, it's to get excited about all the pro wrestling you see, not just WWE. Um, you have AEW recording dynamite and uh, you know, they've had to, like Matt Hardy, Luke Harper, who's now Brody Lee, uh, and those types of guys in empty arenas, really. Uh, no fan interaction at all. And it, it, you can just feel it, man. Like watching it on TV is just not the same when, when there's not a crowd there. And uh, that's nobody's fault. It's just, uh, I just don't know why AEW and WWE decided to continue taping and uh, doing these shows. But you know, as a wrestling fan, I, I appreciate the content, um, at least, you know, week to week of trying to get our minds off it, but it's just been really bad, you know, and I honestly think, you know, that I'm recording this right after Monday Night Raw went off the air. It's uh, May 11th, and, uh, you know, it's 11 p.m., 11.15 p.m. on the Eastern Eastern time zone, and, uh that was one of the best episodes since the whole pandemic started when, when arenas were shut down and crowds were shut down. Um, you know, it, it really, tonight's episode of Raw started out crazy with uh, Becky Lynch announcing that she was pregnant. So congratulations to her, Seth Rollins. Um, and Asuka actually winning the Raw Women's title and the Money in the Bank without even knowing it. Um, it was a very unique way to go about that, not having Becky Lynch really wrestle until well, WrestleMania. Um, she didn't really wrestle that much up to that. And then after that, uh, she hasn't wrestled at all. And seeing that, um, you know, real emotion from her, she didn't even really come out and say, I'm pregnant. It, it was laid out really great in the segment with Asuka coming out and, uh, Becky Lynch saying, well, you didn't really win the money in the bank. And here's the briefcase and the raw women's settle was in the briefcase and Asuka's kind of like, wow. And Becky's like, you go be a warrior and I'll go be a mother. And uh, that was the announcement of her being pregnant. So, you know, her and Asuka celebrating in the ring. like It was cool. It was like a real life type moment. Um, you know, it, it really was, I saw a lot of praise on social media for that. Um, so kudos to everyone involved in, in that and congratulations again to Becky Lynch. 
she'll be gone. And I don't think she'll be gone too long. You know, I she'll probably feel the itch next year, you know, come WrestleMania time if things are back to normal. That's normal because it's not going to be normal anytime soon. And, uh, you know, she'll have the baby and ha- have a couple, a month or two. Maybe she comes back for, for a WrestleMania match. That'd be absolutely insane. But, uh, you know, I tweeted it out earlier today. Uh, Becky Lynch versus Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania next year would be awesome. Um, they, they can build Rhea Ripley in, into a monster. Um, kind of upset that they had her lose to Charlotte at WrestleMania. I thought that was Rhea Ripley's big push to to make her something um but clearly charlotte is like the john cena of this generation and um you know she's gonna hold all those accolades you know you're not gonna get oscar a win over her at wrestlemania you're not gonna get rhea ripley a win over her at wrestlemania so you might as well just bet on charlotte if you're still betting um but yeah that kind of set the tone for the whole episode of raw i thought it was a, a really flowed well you know you had things set up for next week at that edge and randy orton promo at the end uh with orton challenging edge to a wrestling match at backlash which i love they've had through the years for pay-per-view names um so they're bringing that back in june um that'll be that'll be a good match I mean, I, I saw a tweet and it actually makes perfect sense. I don't remember who tweeted it off the top of my head, but you know, like, how funny would that be if the bell rings and then Orton just low blows edge for the DQ and then he just like beats him up, you know, and it would set something up obviously down the road. Maybe you, you do it again at WrestleMania, you do some kind of match. Because uh, this whole thing like can be set up so well. Um, if you if WWE can be patient kind of like it's so hard right now with no fans to be patient but um, they've kind of done it it's been really boring um, but I feel like this Raw episode was one of the better better ones so I'm looking forward to NXT and Smackdown to see if uh, you know they can keep up that momentum um, as far as AEW I said it before, I said it a few weeks ago on Twitter and uh, my podcast. I've been watching Dynamite uh, pretty exclusively over NXT on Wednesday nights. Uh, And not because I think it's a better show. I just think there's a better opportunity of something newsworthy happening. Um, NXT has been great. But I just, this man does not believe in that brand at all. And he's not going to push it. Like, you could t- tell me Rhea Ripley. You could tell me, uh, you know, like Seth Rollins. Who, but when it comes down to it, the last star of this man pushed was John Cena. You could argue Roman Reigns, but he never got the big win he was supposed to. You know, it, it, it never translated to the fans the way it's supposed to in wrestling. Um, you know, once the fans know you're going to cram someone down their throat, they're going to rebel. And I don't think it's good. I'm not supporting the fans in that at all. I think it really kind of is detrimental to the to the superstars, uh, no fault of their own. You know, they're great at what they do. Roman Reigns didn't deserve that reaction. 
it was he's good at what he does. He's really good. Yet the fans just were mad because this man wanted him to be the face of the company. And apparently that's a bad thing in, in the wrestling business. You know, you can't have that. So it was a shame for him. Uh, but really, you know, Vince never wavered with John Cena. You know, the fans turned on him, but that was his cash cow. And he kept him at the top. And he, he would go back down a little bit, but then go right back up at the top. And he didn't do that with Roman Reigns. I don't know why he didn't do that with Roman Reigns. Um, but he, he did that with Cena, and that's the last guy. And I think the WWE brand is just too big right now, and they don't want to push anyone that's going to exceed that, possibly leave, go to Hollywood or something like that, start making movies and TV shows. They don't want to lose anybody. It's a sucky way to do business, in my opinion. I think create as many stars as possible, and then it it comes back on you as like a better reputation for WWE if you keep creating stars, and if they want to leave, they leave, and that's fine. You have plenty of money to put into. You have a model that really you can plug somebody in there, and the model, the, the business model, is not really going to lose you any money. Uh, or lose you a lot of money. So, you know, you, you push that Roman Reigns to, to where John Cena was, and he just never got there. And it, it, it baffles me. And of course, I'm not the one that makes the decisions. I don't see the bottom line every single day. Um, it, it's frustrating, though, when you, you see booking that doesn't make sense, and you're like, Roman Reigns deserves to be at the top, and then it just doesn't happen. You know, like Hap Lesnar beating him at WrestleMania, and you're just like, why did that happen? Like, that didn't make sense. But, um, you know, I understand that a lot of the fans don't like him just because he's quote unquote Vince's boy. So I'll definitely um, not blame them for uh, voicing their opinion. I just think it's a sucky thing for. Reigns to deal with Seth Rollins didn't work out. Um, you know, once they get these babyface champions, they just completely change their character, and it sucks. Um, they did that with Roman Reigns. You know, people were cheering for him to eliminate Batista at the Royal Rumble in 2014, and then he wins the Rumble in 2015 in Philly. I was there, and he was booed out of the building, even with The Rock. So. You know, it, it's it has to do with booking, it has to do with character development, and they're cutting these guys and girls off at the knees. Um, the creative is so bad, and it's all it all comes back to one person. You know, I don't blame the creative team; I blame the person making the final decision, and that's Vince McMahon. And he's just he needs to delegate. He needs to give creativity an opportunity to develop over the course of time. You can't wait one or two weeks to see if something works. You have to wait one or two months and um, at, at the very least. Um, and if you don't see something in one or two weeks, then maybe you can tweak something, but you don't completely overhaul and you don't stop a push for that. You don't release somebody. You don't, you know, completely lose faith in them. It's just, there, there's no time for that. You know, you're multi-billion, multi-million dollar company with three hours on Monday night, two hours on Wednesday night, two hours on Friday night, pay-per-view every month. You got a ton of talent. 
it's I'm not even including 205 Live in that. And I, I mean, I kind of stopped watching that because, like, I, I don't like watching something where I know outcomes don't matter. And that's kind of where I'm at with a lot of uh, WWE programming where outcomes don't matter anymore. And that's what I like about AEW. The outcomes are supposed to matter. They still feel too much like WWE to me, though. You know, they they haven't differentiated themselves as much as I would have liked. I did mention in the past that I would have liked to see them adopt more of a WCW-type style from 96 and 97, where sports-oriented, but... It, it, as much as it's more sports oriented than WWE is right now, AEW is still doing the sports entertainment crap. You know, the Matt Hardy stuff, like when he's going in, in uh, what was it, Dowdy's place, and he's going there, and then you can totally see the camera just stop and then restart, and he's in another spot. Like that whole type of stuff is not what I tune in to another promotion for like that I thought it was embarrassing and I'm like please just don't be like WWE so uh, you know they brought in Jake Roberts for, for uh, Lance Archer that's really good um, they they have pieces in place and I think they can really be good and uh, I'm just not seeing that yet I'll still watch Dynamite like I said NXT as good as it is um, I just know it's all for naught um like there there's not going to be no one on nxt is going to be the face of wwe at the moment so if i'm if i'm watching like the very best of AEW and not the very best of wwe of course i'm gonna go with AEW right now because they're the new person on the block they're they're still trying stuff out wwe is in that mode you know like I, I still don't like their production their angles like stuff like that it's just not wrestling to me the way i watched it growing up in the early 90s and i know things have to change but um i'm just not not a huge fan of that right now i mean and it, it's a product of the times too you know like i'm feeling it everybody's feeling it um you know it takes a lot for me to take my focus elsewhere and enjoy myself for even a half hour. If I'm watching a TV show that I like or uh, binge watching the office, which I actually got back into the last few weeks, a really good show by the way. Um, but I'm no, I'm not comparing that to any other show. I just really like it. Um, but it's like, it's tough. It's we're in a tough spot right now. I will um, do my best to try to really talk about more than just wrestling. Um, but really, that's the only thing. Like, I know UFC was this past weekend. I, I caught that, but I'm not a huge MMA guy. I'll watch it here and there, but I'm not spending $65 to watch pay-per-view. Uh, I'm just not doing that. Um, you know, I could have, you know, there is rumors out there that WWE Network's going to, Oh, they're being shopped for their rights. Uh, so maybe one of the streaming services will pick that up and uh, maybe we'll have to pay for pay-per-view again. Who knows? Uh, well, more than $10.99 or $9.99. But, uh, you know, well, I'll talk about that when, when it happens. But right now, we're just kind of status quo. You know? 
with the WWE Network. Um, Money in the Bank was was pretty good. I enjoyed the main event, the two matches going on at the same time. Some of the comedy spots, um, they were fine. You know, like I wasn't expecting a great show, so it kind of exceeded my expectations in that regard. And it was, I had a watch party on my podcast. We had four guys, you know, just watching it and commentating along with it. It was two and a half hours. It was beautiful. Two and a half hour pay per view. It was just beautiful. And I know that's only temporary right now. Once they get the fans back in the stands, I doubt there will be a two and a half hour pay per views. But definitely a good show. Good overall. Um, I do think that. We're seeing a lot of new faces here and there. Um, you know, Austin Theory is kind of getting his spotlight right now because we're in the pandemic. I cannot, I, I don't think we'd be seeing him as much on Raw if we weren't. But I could be wrong. You know, I don't know their plans behind the scenes, and I don't act like they act like I do. Some other guys out there. That's all they are. They're just paid actors. I won't name names at this point. <laughs> I say I talk a lot about them on Twitter, though. So if you want to catch me on Twitter, I'm at, at Nick Picone, N-I-C-K-P-I-C-C-O-N-A. I have a lot of opinions on certain people on Twitter, but uh, I try to keep it light. I try to really just post funny memes and videos when I can. I try not to take it too seriously, but sometimes you have to. And... Uh, especially wrestling fans. Um, I love wrestling. I've loved it since I started watching. 1990 was the first year I started watching. And I remember I would take pay-per-views and stuff like that. And, um, you know, if I was at school, I'd be a fellow wrestling fan wearing like a shirt. And I'd be like, hey, what's up? Did you watch this? And we were the outcasts and that was fine. And then finally the attitude era hit and everyone was a fan. So, uh, I got, <laughs> got popular because of that. And then, uh, after that, you know, I was in high school and everything, the attitude era was pretty much over by the time I was a junior and that was it. That was kind of like the only one that liked wrestling <laughs> anymore. And, uh, but now I see, like, on Twitter, you, you give wrestling fans an outlet, and they're just going to let you down a lot. Or you're like, that's why people don't like wrestling fans. That's why people make fun of wrestling fans. You know, a lot of them are just like, oh, this guy's being buried, or this one deserves a push. And it's like, it's all preference. It has, Nah, I'm not going to get negative. I'm not gonna, I don't want to get as negative as I can about wrestling bands because they just kind of ruin my entertainment, uh, especially on social media. Um, I'm sure there are some people that were blaming Becky Lynch for getting pregnant right now and how terrible a decision it was. That's literally what wrestling fans do. So um, that just kind of tells you right there what their priorities are, and why they watch every week and no, I'm I'm more than happy watching the old stuff, you know, like from the early '90s and stuff. When I really grew up, and, and I remember watching every Saturday, Superstars, and Saturday Night. You know, like I, that was my heyday. I, just, I had no care in the world. I didn't. I wasn't responsible for anything. 
accept uh, my actions. But I was a kid, so I got in trouble. I got in trouble. But um, you know, I didn't have to worry about bills. I didn't have to worry about working. Uh, you know, I just had to do homework, and that was it. So I miss those times. I miss those times. Um, as far as uh, I mean, I'm, I might do another video later this week, uh, maybe Thursday before I do my podcast. Uh, we'll have another episode of Dynamite and NXT um, in the background. So maybe I'll uh, talk about that a little bit. It's just nothing's exciting me. Matt Hardy and AEW is not exciting me. Just goes to show you where, and, and I'm not one that's overly critical. Like I get excited about things that are unexpected and i mean we all expected matt hardy to go there like even if the revolt shows up formerly the revival um that's not going to excite me as much as it would there was a crowd there reacting to it and uh that's just where i'm at right now and uh but like i said in my first video back in three months Rest in peace to my mother. Uh, she would want me to get back to doing what I love. And um, she was my biggest fan. So I'm just going to try and make her proud. And um, this is step one onto that uh, road. And uh, I just hope she's looking down on me and smiling. You can follow me at Nick Bacone on Twitter. You can follow my podcast with Vaughn Johnson at Shooters Radio on Twitter. We are at shootersradio.com. That's where all our podcasts are. And um, we're on Facebook at facebook.com slash shootersradio. So give us a like. And uh, I'm also affiliateinfluencer.com. I'm the editor. When I write some things, you'll find this video likely on there. And uh, Philly Influencer Crew has a podcast feed for all of our separate podcasts that we do, sports, wrestling, you name it that's have a whole long list of people that add to the feed so um, check that out it's at anchor.fm slash philly dash influencer um anchor.fm slash philly dash influencer uh, this will be in there too so i do appreciate you guys checking this out still getting reacclimated to everything i hope the audio works because I know before I had some audio issues and video difficulties, but I'm praying that this works, and uh, I'll catch you guys later. Peace.